welcome. I'm Alan Hargraves and this is Recharge on Air. Well, there's been a lot of talk about that word charisma in management lately. But has this celebrity thing really plundered the meaning of this old word? Charisma actually derives from Charis, an associate of Aphrodite in Homer's Odyssey. Charis was beautiful, but not a central character. Nothing about her seemed particularly special apart from her beauty. She was like many of today's celebs. She looked okay, but didn't do much. We could also make a similar observation about celebrity CEOs. They don't make much of a difference either. Several studies show that corporate performance can be anywhere from average to disastrous under so-called charismatic leaders. There are some rare standouts who make a well-publicised difference. Steve Jobs probably fits the first Oxford definition of charisma. That's having divinely conferred power or talent. There was certainly a mystique about him, more so for his passing, but he was also the right person at the right time. He's the exception, he's not the rule. Many firms have imported charismatic managers to fix things only to end up in worse shape. Sticking with what you know seems to work better. A study by Sloan School of Management at MIT found that rather than hiring exciting talent, 97% of companies with great staying power promoted their CEOs from within. In fact, the Sloan research famously concluded, if your company is heading in the right direction, a charismatic leader will get you there faster. Unfortunately, if you're heading in the wrong direction, charisma will also get you there faster. And there are reasons for that. A strong personality can easily be mistaken for charisma. CEOs with strong opinions can often shut down alternative ideas that would have proved a better option. Powerful leadership is more often about character than personality. And people can also masquerade as charismatic. Those great lists of five ways to make you charismatic are rarely more than hints on how to make good presentations. Real leadership is a lot more than that. Unlike celebs, you can't just look good and sound good. Being a good team leader, manager, entrepreneur or CEO is far more earthly. It's like being good at life. You actually have to show up and do something. Here's some things that help. One, your credentials. You are probably good at some things, probably very good. Get better at them and do them more often. Get someone else to do those other things. That's management. Two, listen. People are motivated when their opinion is valued. Listen to them. Not only do they rise as a result, you also get more ideas. What's more, their input will improve your input. And lastly, and always, authenticity. You may have a certain mystique, but it will only have impact and longevity if it is rooted in who you really are. Your strength may lie in creative ability, administrative flair, analytical skill, or, or just your sense of fairness. It doesn't matter which. Base your style on something authentic about you. The second Oxford definition of charisma is this, a capacity to inspire followers with devotion and enthusiasm. Now, I know plenty of people who do that who are not celebrities. They run businesses of all sizes and they run them very successfully. Their people are motivated and engaged. They have a positive impact on those around them. That's usually because they have learnt some specific skills, they are open to ideas other than their own, and they don't try to be something they are not. It sounds like charisma to me. I'm Alan Hargraves. This has been Recharge On Air. Thank you for listening.